What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Imperfect Swing Golf Podcast. I'm joined by the most South African Italian you'll ever find, Francesco Laporta. Francesco? Hello. Thank you for joining us. Thanks. Uh, firstly, this is your first two weeks back in South Africa in a very long time. How nice does it feel to be back? It's nice. It's nice to be back. And last time I was here, I was in December 2019, December, just before the COVID for the SA Open and yeah it's nice nice to see all the other guys playing on the Sunshine Tour and it's fun to speak with them and yeah this place is always it's like a second home for me so it's always a pleasure to come back and obviously I mean we met when you were based here and playing the Sunshine Tour uh, we were both in Gavin at that time uh, if you go back to your Sunshine Tour playing days yeah. um, and seeing now, coming back and seeing the Sunshine Tour, what it is now, does it almost um, feel like you've, you're seeing the tour grow and then also all your friends that you used to play with also growing with it? Yeah, I was pretty young when I was playing in the Sunshine Tour. Like, I was, it was my first two years as a pro, so I didn't have a lot of experience. And it was tough for me. It was tough for me because I was away from home, away from friends, parents, girlfriend. And but now I can see I meet a lot of players when I was playing here. I get close to a lot of players, and now I can see the difference between now and six years, six seven years ago. So the level is re really high. So um, I can see a lot of good players. We actually see it from the scores of last week. We played Pekingwood last week, and the score went so low. Cut was six under. It was really impressive. Yeah, and. Yeah, it was, you know, I grew up with Gavin and that one, it gave me a lot of, um, lot of, of experience to bring back home in, it, in Europe and Italy. And it was nice for me, it was really important for my career. Actually, I think so. it was the most important part of my, of my life, of my golfer career, to grow up here in South Africa and spend a lot of time, spend six years here as, as an amateur and as a pro. And I bring it with me in Europe and it works out. And, you know, you've obviously won on the challenge to, you know, you went through quite a hot stretch where you won twice within a few starts. Yeah. Um, how, you know, playing at that level, what kind of changed for you going from Sunshine Tour to Challenge Tour? Was there a part in your game that changed or was it just that experience that kind of helped you get um, over the line? Actually, the experience, it works, but everything I will... What I was doing on the course, it changed a lot. So what, and what I was doing outside of the golf course. Actually, when I was more younger, I didn't have the experience to calculate yeah. uh, what to do on the golf, what to do outside. I was just going there, sometimes goes to the gym and then play, eat so many balls every day, yeah. get tired easy. <laughs> but the last year when, when I won the challenge in 2019, uh, I made a decision on the beginning of the, of the year to like, take it easy every every day every week because it's a long season and you need to rest your body um, you, you know we play 24 25 events in seven months it's so many events so many travel and at the end of the year your body can actually feel it so um, when I finish I, I won the last two tournament in the last three stars so um, it was when the other guys was going bit done with the um, you know with the physique and everything I was going up so that one was important for me I get to the end of the season with uh, full power 
and that didn't give me a chance to win the tournament. And I suppose, you know, I would say in the last five years, you know, golfers have changed, you know, obviously we have the likes of McElroy and yeah. Bryson and, and Dustin Johnson who are, you know, kind of obviously in the public eye a lot more and they push the envelope in terms of fitness. And obviously with stuff like Whoop coming yeah. along, has that impacted you quite a lot? How often are you, you know, using Whoop as an indicator as to how hard you can push your body? Yeah, I work with Whoop from three years already and it gave me a lot of uh, tip to how to when I have to rest, when I have to when I can push. And also I have my team is, is um, I have my, my team is composed with seven people. I have to coach one personal trainer, one mental coach, one physiotherapist and they help me a lot when to they tell me what I have to do and what not but I don't have to do actually. Um, Right now, um, I'm working like I'm going to a gym twice a day, and it's not like because McElroy do it or because Dustin Johnson do yeah. it, but be because I understand I need to do that for compete with a higher level. And obviously, I'm getting old, <laughs> and my, bo my body still to feel it now when I travel out, when I, when I practice too much. So I need to do all my stuff in the gym in the morning. I need to do all my stuff in the gym in the night after. The, after the practice, after the round, before the round, so um, I have to do a lot of work with my mental coach also. Everything is part of a big team and you need that one to, to compete with a top player. And obviously, yeah, Whoop is one, one actually part of the team because he tell me when I have to, how, how many hours I have to sleep or when I have to rest or not. Yeah, and I think um, having that team is you know once you get to that level i mean you you made it to the the last stretch of the dp world tour which is massive you with the best of the best um having that team just makes you feel a bit more comfortable with what you're doing i guess uh what what would you say firstly it's always good to see someone you know like we've known each other seven years now yeah, maybe, a about. maybe a bit more maybe a bit more yeah. and to see you up there you know it's, it's firstly good to see that you know you realized your potential within yourself but also that you've come up with um, some good sponsors as well yeah. tell us a bit about you know the partnerships you have with some of the sponsors you've got and how that also just makes it a bit easier for you you know where you just go out and play golf and, and you don't worry yeah obviously when you play good golf the, the sponsors come to you <laughs> straight away so this is this is what happened after my my here on the challenge tour when i win it after that, all the good, good sponsors comes to me, like Allianz, Jaguar, and I have a good deal with them. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty actually happy to be part of Allianz team or Jaguar team or Hydrogen team, Titleist. I think so, I have like six or seven uh, sponsors. And they help me a lot to actually survive on this tour. Yeah. Because there's a lot of, lot of expensive and it's, it's not easy. And this is what the sponsor actually make for us. They help us a lot. And, and then it's nice. It's nice to have such a good brand with me. Yeah. And it's just a, like, it's very um, hard to say in English. Say it in I'm Italian. Very, I'm very proud <laughs> to be part of this team, actually. And it's something, you know, we chatted about at Pekinwood was we were talking about social media and, and you see the importance in social media 
Has that also played a massive role with acquiring or being a part of a team like you know with Jaguar and Allianz and yeah, Hydrogen? It helps a lot. So it was one of the uh, first questions they asked it to me actually. How's your social media going? <laughs> and we we can see it. You have a lot of followers, but they are real. Or <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. But I like to be on the social media. I like to be social with the people. I like to bring my my life into the social media. In the maybe in the last. Last year I bring it a bit less yeah. you know, than I was before because I'm more focused on what I do. Uh, I don't really have a time to to post. Actually, I, I can do it when I'm in the practice run. Yeah. But during the tournament, we can't focus. Yeah, I'm really focused and really focused on what to do. And I can use it in the night before they go to sleep. But then I prefer to watch Netflix. <laughs> and speaking of Netflix, what what are you currently watching? Is there any shows you can recommend? Uh, I'm actually wa- watching Vikings Valhalla right now. Okay. So um, it's a series become just after Vikings. It's like yeah. Danish series, I think. So I don't know. It's very nice, and I watch it sweet. Yeah. And yeah, like right now Formula One because my personal yeah. trainer is training also Formula One. Pilot, okay. Yeah. And yeah, Drive to Survive it just come out a new season like a couple of days ago. Has it but come out already? Sorry? The new season's out? Yeah, the new season of last year. So it's the new season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. And, yes, like, you know, sometimes some movies, but now I'm really focused on biking. Okay. And, you know, you mentioned that um, you like to listen to a bit of hip-hop uh, before your, your golf rounds. Is there anything in specific that you, that you listen to pre-round? Because um, practice round, I suppose, you're not really trying to get into that zone so is there a difference between your your practice round days and your your tournament days yeah i have a, a playlist of spotify where um, it's a golf motivation okay the name of the play- playlist uh, i've always listened before the round and sometimes i had some new song but i have like i think so 50 or 60 songs on okay. that playlist so it's kind of everything like hip-hop techno r&b indie music some English, some Italians, but it's all the songs are really motivational songs. Yeah. So they give me like the adrenaline to play, the spirits to play. Uh, I think so that is is very important for me. So um, I always practice with music. I always do all everything. Like if I go to the gym and go with my music, I prefer to don't listen don't listen anybody. Yeah. Don't get distracted. Distracted. From, I was gonna say. Anybody and do my my things. This is also before the run. And you know, TrackMan is quite a big part of your you know preparation. Can you explain to the people at home why something like a TrackMan is so important and what you do? You know, um, for instance, your your in your practice round days, but also after the third round last week, you went after the, um, your round and you you went on the TrackMan again. Can you maybe just explain what what do you do and what's the purpose of it? I was watching some numbers actually, and I know which kind of number are good for me. And every player have a different number, so I know for me some exactly number they fit for my golf. When I'm playing good, I need to have that number. Okay. So if I didn't play good, I straight go to a range and check the numbers. And if everything is on a good direction, I know the day after I can play better. And yeah, it's really important. I practice a lot with the trackman. I always practice with the trackman. Before the run, I make videos and I like to see my swing. And 
yeah, trackman is really important. I started to, to practice with them from three years, just after the challenge too. And I really find like, I really find some help from them. Yeah. And I don't watch like, there's a lot of numbers. <laughs> it's like, like 40 <laughs> numbers. I just, I just need to watch three numbers. What numbers do you look at? I look face to part, swing direction and club speed. Okay. So um, that means the three numbers I watch it and club path, yeah, four. And okay yeah i think yeah sometimes you can get a bit confused with all the numbers they have going yeah, on like yeah, i saw some guys started watching that one that one that one <laughs> no it's not for me three numbers are more than enough perfect if three numbers are there oh, i'm all right and you know we at stain city stain city uh championship this week uh you've played you know you've done your preparation first round tomorrow thoughts on the course and how you're going to approach the week course is nice and it looks long it was looking <laughs> looking long this morning actually <laughs> i don't know if it was the wind if i was a bit tired <laughs> a bit cold but yeah, i was looking way more longer than last week it's a nice place and the greens are really tricky really big and sloppy so you need to you need to be careful where to actually eat the ball and i think it's going to be nice it's going to be a nice event um the cut i don't think it's going to be low like last <laughs> week but i really enjoyed this place it's nice everything looks perfect the grass is good after all the rain we had last week and in the beginning of the week, the course is just in perfect, perfect conditions. And I'm really um, enjoy to be here. I'm really happy to be here. And I want to enjoy every day and try to, to beat myself. Like I tried to beat my position last week. Perfect. With that, Francesco, thanks for, for joining us. All the best Thank for you. the week. It's yeah. always good having you back in South Africa. Thanks to you. Thanks a lot.